Hi, I'm Miriam. I'm Arielle. And you're listening to 7 Minutes in Heaven. The sex news podcast by sluts. For sluts. excited to tell you that I found someone that can eat my pussy. <gasps> oh my god! Yeah. The I'm fanning my face because I'm so excited. The medical <laughs> student? Yeah. Oh he's my gosh. so beautiful. And he just went to Japan for 10 days. I oh. hope he's not listening to this. Did you tell him about? Yeah. I don't remember if I told him the name because he, he also has podcasts oh. and I was like oh this is so cliche a podcast couple <laughs> his middle name is Ari Ooh, so that's sexy would you hook up with someone with the same name as you yeah Mira? I actually hooked up with a guy named Mir once yeah yeah a Jew? Israeli he wasn't he wasn't Jewish he was Italian Mir he had a really nice body but he was not good in bed but Italians. his body was really nice. I think Italians are kind of sexually re- sexually repressed. Yeah. Black. I don't know. Catholic. Catholicism. Right. I forgot about that. <laughs> um, so yeah, that was really exciting for me. I had a whole weekend of... Did um, he make you come? No. But you know what? Interestingly, he... So he came really quickly. Um, I think It'd be I'm, like that sometimes. And you know what? When they're like... Oh, I'm like, I'm like going to come. I'm like, no, 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 don't. And then it just explodes. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, no. You like said the magic code phrase. <laughs> Launch. <laughs> he feels like, he feels guilty when people are like pleasing him. Like he's um, being too selfish. And yeah. That's how I feel too. So I'm like, this is perfect. Yeah. We can work through our self-esteem issues together. Yeah. <laughs> also, he should feel guilty. <laughs> <laughs> but you shouldn't. <laughs> but I'm glad he did a good job yeah. with your pussy. Mm-hmm. I prayed to the Lord and the Lord blessed me. Yeah, maybe I should start praying. Mm-hmm. The only time I pray legit, like a full on hands together prayer, is when I'm pooping and it like really hurts. <laughs> like, please, please let this be over soon. Yeah, it's like the worst pain I've ever felt physically, yeah. not emotionally. <laughs> Yeah, so I'm feeling really good. Yay! Oh, and, that's so great to hear. Okay, tell me about you. Okay, I'm my sex life still isn't interesting, um, <laughs> but oh, I re-downloaded the dating apps, and on Bumble, my about me or tagline is Venmo me and see what happens with my Venmo name, and no one's ever actually done it, and it's been my thing for a while. No one's ever Venmoed me. And someone randomly fucking Venmoed me a few days ago, $15 for quote-unquote kung fu lessons. <laughs> and then he followed SMH Pod, and he followed me on Instagram. My Instagram's private, so I didn't accept him, but I didn't reject him. Mm-hmm. But he hasn't tried to message me or anything, so I don't know, like, how, I don't know what or why? how or why. Um, but thanks for the money if you're listening. Is your Instagram handle on Bumble? No, I don't think Bumble... But my Instagram handle is the same as my Venmo handle. That's so weird. Mirjiv. <laughs> For anyone who wants to Venmo me. With a, that's with a J. Yeah, M-I-R-J-I-V. Uh, yeah, so did you use that for anything? For Kung Fu lessons? Um... I guess I'm going to use it tonight when I go out on a drink. (laughs) 
That is unreal. Yeah. I'm really jealous. Yeah, it was pretty chill. Like, um, that's the perfect relationship to have with a man at this point in my life. Like, just give me money and don't bother me. <laughs> <laughs> have you seen those memes that are like, I want a sugar daddy, and then an old guy hits on you, and you're like, ew, 911. Yeah. yeah. That's me. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I tried setting up a Seeking Arrangements account. And, Me too. But they've never approved my photos. Oh, they approved mine. And then this was like my junior year of college. I was in a fight with my parents. And I was like, I want to be financially independent. <laughs> so I'm I going to find someone else to pay yeah. <laughs> So I set up an account. And then this like dude with a wife messaged me. And I just felt so weird. It's not for me right now. But maybe, I don't know. Maybe it wasn't for me then. Maybe it is for me now. I like... I like the idea of someone giving me money without me having to interact with them. That works for me. <laughs> I don't know how far you're going to go with that. Listen, I made $15. <laughs> yeah, just for existing. Yeah. Um, maybe you need to download more dating apps and put your profile in as many places as possible with your, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, bounce. Tell everyone your code for Bounce. Yeah, ooh, good idea. Wait, so, I want it too. I also have one. <laughs> no, I'm not going to use it. You can have it. I'll share the the rewards with you. So there's a new app called Bounce. Um, I think it's only in New York right now, but they're going to expand. Oh. Um, but most of you guys are in New York, so. Yeah, that's true, according to our data. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it's this new app um, where you match with people who are online at the same time. It's like only during certain days they'll have mm-hmm. a time window where you can match someone. And then you match just one person and then you have to go get drinks with them. And they set up a time and a place and you don't have a conversation really unless it's to like figure out logistics. So they'll tell you what bar to go to. You'll like pick what locations you're down for. Right, like um, I, I got a notification. I'm sure you got the same one. Match now. This was 20 minutes ago. Meet at 7 p.m. Yeah. So if we wanted to go today, we would have matched. You have 15 minutes. So from 4 to 4.15, we would have been swiping through people. You have a minute to look at their profile. And then if you match, you have to go. So far, I've done it twice and I never got a match. It's really, it's pretty brutal. It hurts. Like sometimes. There aren't enough people on there. There's some hotties and I'm like, and then you'll, if you swipe them right before they swipe you left or right, you have to wait for them to make a decision. So it just won't let you look at other people until the other person decides and they reject you. But anyway, if you want to download Bounce, use my code for X as in X-ray, V as in vagina, three D as in dick. Um, and then I'll get a free drink, uh, and I'll yeah. share it with Ariel. So this is definitely not an advertisement. Yeah, no. We don't get money. I mean, I do get money, but it's for, it's for drinks. Only Miriam gets the money. Yeah. And that's assuming someone swipes on her. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, I won't get the money unless I go on a date, so yeah. tune in. Yeah, which I'm sure you guys want, I'm gonna try. Know, more content for Miriam. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that concludes my sexy week. Mine too. Yeah? Yeah. All right, let's get into it. Six years. Adult children of lesbian parents are less likely to identify as heterosexual they're more likely to uh, be attracted to the same sex interesting um which sounds like a conspiracy theory but the study says that these findings suggest that adult offspring may be may be more likely than their peers to demonstrate diversity in sexual attraction identity and expression 
because they like that's the norm for them to be mm-hmm. raised by um, lesbians. And I think what this um, suggests is that we're all a little bit gay. Yeah. yeah. Sexuality is a spectrum, and you know maybe. I think we're all attracted to all sexes, but what show, what we're messaged in society kind of ushers us into a certain direction. Mm-hmm. I don't know what this weird crackling noise is. Yeah, I hear, oh, it's the paper. My bad. Oh, you heard that? Yeah. How did you hear it? Because I caused it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, That's yeah. cool. Was it the same for uh, children of two men? They didn't study that. This was the longest running real-time study of just lesbian parents so it started in 1986 and now the kids are like um 25 ish they're grown more than 25 maybe they collected the um the the parents before Mm. i don't know they said the medium age was 25 but that it started in 1986 oh that makes sense i guess there could have been people born after that and people born before that yeah they followed yeah. A longitudinal study. Yeah, like I said, I'm bad at math also. <laughs> All right. Cool. Um, if you guys remember a few episodes back, I talked about how the UK was trying to have age verification for watching porn. Oh, I remember. Um, it was supposed to start in April, but they're postponing it. Um, and you had some questions about how the verification system would work. Basically, mm-hmm. it's called Age ID, and you would require it would require the user to verify their age with a credit card an id a passport or a porn pass that you would buy in person from a real retailer isn't that hilarious Holy shit. um but everyone's talking about how it's just like super easy to get around you can just download a vpn and watch porn without having to use that so it's kind of stupid so what's the point yeah exactly i mean just people who like don't know how to use vpn so people who are over 18 probably <laughs> is someone bleeding I don't know how that happened. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> I was scratching myself. Oh. I'm bleeding, guys. Wait, we'll be right back. <laughs> and we're back. Yeah, if you are a follower on Instagram, you'll this will explain why I posted a picture of my bloody we ankle. Um, okay. It's my turn. Yeah. To blow your minds with some news. Blow our minds. Do you know Bill Bailey, the porn star? No. He's dead. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> He's a really good porn star, but I think we watched different things. So yeah. I looked his up his porn because I wasn't sure who he was like when I saw the article, but he was going to a he was at a sex festival with his porn star girlfriend is how the news reported her, which is rude. He fell from the fourth floor of a hotel. He just fell? I mean, we don't know exactly what happened because this sounds like an SVU episode where the like rich boyfriend killed his girlfriend by pushing her off of the um but it was he died no he died yeah so i'm saying i think maybe someone murdered bill bailey shit yeah whoa he did may he rest in peace yeah thank you for your service um yeah that was it cool do you have like a happier thing yeah caroline spiegel who whose brother is Evan Spiegel, who's the founder of Snapchat. Ju-ju-ju. No, 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 he's not. Oh. Everyone thinks he is. This is so funny. I was just talking about this in my office yesterday. Oh. There was a headline that was like, attention Jewish media, billionaire Evan Spiegel is not Jewish. (laughs) (laughs) So, Jew, like, fake Jew alert. Fake Jew. Um, But anyway, she's a 22-year-old senior at Stanford, and she's launching a porn startup called Quinn, which is a porn site that focuses on women's pleasure. This all came about because she was dealing with anorexia and 
sexual dysfunction relating to anorexia. Mm -hmm. And she said that porn obviously doesn't focus on women's pleasure, but also shows you bodies that you're kind of supposed to aspire to. So Mm -hmm. the whole point of Quinn is that it's going to be a text and audio site so you can read or listen to sex stories. It's like Valesa. Yeah, yeah. And it's nice because you can envision yourself in the scene without having to worry about comparing yourself to other people. Um, It's an open source website, so you can submit your stories, which is cool. Um, And she was talking about how there's 30 FDA-approved drugs for men's sexual dysfunction and zero for women's. Mm -hmm. And so she's, like, trying to do her part. Um, she got a million dollars in fu- initial funding, Fuck. and Must it's supposed nice to launch. To be married to a billionaire. Yeah, I think it's her. It's his. She's his st- sister. Oh. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, and it's launching on April thirteenth. So, probably that's, that's, that's soon after this episode launches. But yeah. Is it? Um, can you also upload your own videos or just stories? It's just text and audio. Um, and it's completely oh. free because she she said that there's the stigma for women paying for sex. Porn, so she wanted to just make it free so that we wouldn't. Okay, feel so that this stigma. all more reminds me more. It's like a combination of Valesa and um, Dipsy. And like, have you do you read Literatica? No. That I that's like basically the majority of what I do to masturbate. Really? Yeah. Or I mean, I watch porn too, if I'm feeling lazier. What's annoying about like what's nice about porn videos is that you can just fast forward and make like see if you like it. But with Literatica, you have to like actually read it, mm-hmm. and you can skim to see if you like it. I get so lost in the skipping that, like, I have, like, ten videos up at a time, <laughs> and I'm just going between them, and while I'm watching one, I go down to the suggested ones and look for more, so Yeah. And what I really like about this is I f- totally feel the getting, like, I get distracted if a woman in porn is wearing too much makeup or her boobs look too fake, like, I can't watch yeah, it. Yeah, I can't watch fake boobs. So. I'm okay with some fake boobs, but Boobs. some of them. I don't remember their names. <laughs> I really don't like fake boobs. A woman was caught masturbating on the train. And oh, shit. she says she was itching a scratch. I mean, and aren't we all? <laughs> <laughs> so the the prosecutors were like, we know. <laughs> they convicted her because the case had been proved beyond all reasonable doubt. <laughs> all the passengers were like, she was like moaning and grinding Whoa. and groaning. <laughs> like, at least be discreet. I, maybe that's her thing. That's hilarious. Um, this is another fun, feel-good story. Um, there's a mosque in Toronto called Unity Mosque. It was founded 10 years ago, and it's the first LGBTQ plus friendly mosque in Toronto. Cute. So it's a Muslim space that celebrates diversity. There's no dress code, there's no gender segregation, and they have, like, they really focus on a looser interpretation of the Quran. And I just really like it because... I have a complicated relationship with religion, primarily because it doesn't allow people to be who they are. Mm-hmm. So it's nice to see that like some religions and some sects and some people are catching up to 2019. Mm-hmm. That's cute. Yeah. Sweet. I, I feel that. good. Um, mosquitoes Oof. will have less sex if they're listening to dubstep music, specifically Skrillex. So this is a way to get mosquitoes away. And if they're not uh, copulating, is that how you say it? Yeah. Um, Then we have less mosquitoes. But we need mosquitoes for some reason. I'm sure. To limit the human population. (laughs) (laughs) Something's gotta. Or is there no reason for mosquitoes? I think there's a reason, Mm -hmm. but... 
um, I'm not gonna look that up. Yeah. Well, I thought that was funny. Yeah, that. <laughs> and when they listen to it, they're four times slower to like getting to their prey. So you're basically saying in the summer we just have to blast Skrillex everywhere we go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That sucks. I don't know if they've tested other dubstep music, but <laughs> that was the consensus. That's funny. I'm done. Me too. Wow. We both finished at the same time. Wow. Kind of. You're a good partner. Well, you finished first. <laughs> As always. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I stuck around until you finished. <laughs> Topic of the week is sex toys. Woo! Ow! Our favorite topic. Yeah. Is it our favorite topic? It's one of them. Okay. <laughs> it's up there. Um, how many sex toys do you have? Ooh, I have. I have. I can name them. Mm-hmm. So I have Jeju, which means I play. It's a rabbit. My friend got it for me my sophomore year. Sweet. Yeah, it's cute. It's good. It the battery dies pretty quickly. Mm. Um, I have Unbound Bender, aka Squirter, if you guys have listened to previous episodes. Um, I have Unbound Gem, which is a glass dildo. Um, I have a butt plug that I've never used. I have a fifth toy that I can't talk about yet, but I will next week. Ooh, yeah. I can't wait to listen to <laughs> Tune in. <laughs> um, and then do we count, like handcuffs and stuff as sex toys i, I guess. guess so yeah it's yeah i have a pair of black fuzzy handcuffs me too and i have an unbound pair of head handcuffs that are like they look like jewelry kind of so i wear it as a bracelet sometimes yeah or i'll just like have it coming off my jeans and it's like a sexy <laughs> so look <gangster>. yeah <laughs> um i have a collar that like has like a string on it that you could like pull oh, which is so hot. hot i have a cock ring that i've never used Where's that from? Um, I got it at that store in Ro- um, in Williamsburg on Roebling. I forgot what it's called. Shag. Hmm. It's a sex shop. It's really I've never it's been a cool there. spot. Yeah. Um, I have a candle that my friend got for me for Secret Santa in 2017 that I still haven't used. It's like hot wax candle. Mm-hmm. I know. I need to find someone to drip it on me. Um, I have like a paddle and a blindfold. That's 12. Do you use a blindfold? I've used it, but I don't use it frequently. Mm-hmm. Oh, and I have the one that you got me. Oh, yeah. I haven't God. used it yet. Wow, fuck you. <laughs> I got Mary for her birthday this um, sex toy that was like a meme for a while. And by meme, I mean it was a tweet that went viral. <laughs> <laughs> this girl, These girls commented that the vibrator cured their depression. So Oh, yeah. Not that I think you're depressed. No, but like, <laughs> if it cures depression, it should probably be good for me. I'll try it this weekend. I'll report back. Okay, good. I have the premium from Womanizer, which is my favorite one. Oof. Um, the Palm from Dame. Use our code SMHPOD for 10% off. Oh, nice plug. <laughs> Unbound Squish. Oh, also use our code SMHPOD for 10% off. Oh, Unbound. baby. Yeah. <laughs> we, got, we got a code. <laughs> uh, the Bender. Um, I have like random other ones. I have a cute little butt plug. Um, oh my god. 
Okay, well, I saw my ex, <laughs> um, I don't know, like two months ago. Was it two months ago? Yeah, it was a while ago. Wow, okay. And we're using this cute little butt plug that we got when we were together. Um, it's just like, it doesn't have a long um, outside thing. What do I call that? Like the shaft. Mm. Um, so, can you It has guys... a short shaft. Yeah. If you don't know what that means, just Google it. I can't, like, describe it to you. <laughs> okay, journalist. <laughs> I told you, writing is hard. <laughs> um, so he's, he, he, it's in my butt, and then he starts, like, finger, like, using it as a, as a dildo in my butt, but it's really small, it's so. Penetrating. Penetrating my asshole, um, and the whole thing goes in my butt. Oh my god. And. Oh my god. That was. That was one of the scariest moments. Yeah. I, like, not, I didn't have PTSD, but I kept getting that the feeling of when it happened. So I thought I was going to have to go to the hospital. And so my ex, he was like, oh my God, it just went in you. And I'm like, well, get it out. Oh my God. Get it out. So then he, <laughs> to me, I thought that he put his entire hand inside of my asshole and took it out. <laughs> So that's what really freaked me out, that I, thinking that his whole hand was... Yeah, that's but, freaky. Yeah, he just, like... He just, yeah, pulled it. Yeah, that's, so... Did he use lube to take it out? No. Oh, my God. No, he just reached in there. Um, wow. And now I'm, like, clenching my asshole. Yeah. <laughs> Have you seen him since? No. No, I, I feel like that's, like, a... <laughs> a sign. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if we're going to see each other again, but... We text sometimes. It happens. Oh, something I wanted to talk about. I am really bad at cleaning my sex toys. And mm. I think the only time I really did was when I got those bushies from Unbound. Oh, yeah, the wipes. Because mm-hmm. it's easy. Because you just orgasm. You don't want to get up and... Yeah. I'm so tired after I yeah. orgasm. And then bef- before I masturbate, I don't know. It's also like a lot of prep work. I just want to do it. Yeah. So, but it's yeah. really important to clean It's so important. Yeah. Um, there's a... There's this thing. It's called the UVE. U-V-E-E. I don't oh have my, one. Oh my God, oh my God. But I want one. And it, you, you don't have to, cl- like, you literally just put your toy in it. And it uses UV rays to clean it. And it gets into all the nooks and crannies. Um, what's her face? Sorry for saying what's her face. What's her face, though? Um, that The sex writer with the bangs. Her name starts with the letter G, I think. Gigi. G-G. Yeah. yeah. Gigi Angle was saying that she puts her phone in it. What? To, like, clean our phone, because your phone has bacteria, too. Wait, can we get one? I want to get one. It's, like, kind of expensive, so... Let's get it for free. Yeah. Maybe we'll reach out to them. <laughs> okay, so should I talk about the history of sex please, toys? Please, I'm begging you. Um, so before I start, I'd like to say the word sex toy is a little contested. Mm. Apparently people think that, because it's mostly geared towards women, sex toys, not that they're not for all genders, but... Um, They've just been marketed towards women, and there's more of a market for vagina havers in general. Mm-hmm. Um, so the word toy just makes it sound frivolous, like it's not something that's important or mm-hmm. that's part of our health. It's considered something that maybe isn't necessary. Cosmetic. Yeah, exactly. So that's something that I just wanted to know. But I do like, I like thinking of it as a toy because I like, I even like co- talking about sex as a game or something that you play. Yeah. For me, I like that, but I understand why some people have a problem yeah. with that term. But anyway, um, this is kind of a summary of an article I read called The Weird and Wonderful History of Sex Toys on IFLScience.com. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's really interesting. So 
people are saying that sex toys are as old as 28,000 years old. Mm-hmm. They found what looked like a dildo in a dark cave in Germany. Um, it was like a polished 7.8 inch dick. Damn. And they weren't sure if it was uh, just like, they weren't sure if it was a dildo or if it was just an image of a dick or whatever, but mm-hmm. we can't say that it's not a dildo. We can't uh, rule that out. So that's interesting. Um, in the Han Dynasty, from 206 BCE to 220 CE, the wealthy elites used bronze dildos and jade butt plugs. So jade is a rare material that is supposed to ward off spiritual and body decay. So Ew. embalmers would put it in people's buttholes. <laughs> That's how I want to be buried. Yeah, right? With a <laughs> fucking jade in my ass. Um... <laughs> <laughs> they also used goat eyelid cock ring with eyelashes still attached for her pleasure. Okay, wait, wait, wait. A goat eyelid cock, cock ring. ring. How does that work? So I don't know the mechanics of it, but I, yeah, it's an eyelid of a goat. I guess it's elastic. Uh huh. And as you rip off the eyelid and punch, punch, like make a hole inside of it. Exactly. Oh. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. <laughs> <laughs> um. So. There's also, in ancient Egypt, Queen Cleopatra. This is a legend. There's little evidence to prove it's true. But apparently, the legend goes that she would fill a papyrus or a hollowed-out vegetable with bees and cap it. And that was the world's first vibrator. She's so creative. Yeah, that's a really smart idea, if you don't have a motor. The ancient Greeks were using dildos as early as 6th century BCE. Um, And there's (laughs) this story from 411 BCE called... Lysistrata by Aristophanes. It was a comical story that talked about dildos. So um, it's a story about a woman who wanted to end the Peloponnesian War by um, denying all the men sex. Mm. So there's this quote from the from the book. And so girls, when fucking time comes, not the faintest whiff of it anywhere, right? From the time those Milicians betrayed us, we can't even find our eight-fingered leather dildos. <laughs> At least they'd serve as a sort of flesh replacement for our poor cunts. <laughs> <laughs> so there's been dildos for a while. Um, in the Industrial Age, during the Victorian era, Dr. George Taylor patented a steam-powered dildo in 18... Wait for it. 69. Oh, nice. <laughs> I bet he came up with it in, like, 1868 and was like, I'm gonna wait a year. <laughs> It consists of a steamy junk engine with a phallic object attached to it. Oh, guys. Think about that. That's yeah, um, And it was used by medical practitioners to treat women with hysteria and other pseudoscientific ailments. I'm so hysterical. Hysteria means that they're horny, by the way. Yeah. It, it, literally, that <laughs> word comes from uterus. Um, so around this time came a series of quote-unquote massage apparati, apparatuses. Um, there was a foot pump-powered dildo. So I guess someone would have to pump it with their foot. Wow. Yeah. They got like really nice calves. And then, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and there was an electromechanical vibrator. Um, and then around the 20th century, these devices stopped being considered medical and started being considered personal. Thank God. And then the last era, I guess I'll talk about, it kind of overlaps with the industrial age, was kind of the Japanese erotica. So that was from the 17th to 20th century. There's this um, art form called Shunga which are sexual prints on wood blocks. Mm-hmm. And they depicted everything from, like, orgies to octopus porn. So it's mm. kind of the original te- tentacle porn. And Hokusai, who was the artist who drew the great wave of 
Kawatanagawa. Um, he Good loved job. Shunga, so he also created his own. Mm-hmm. Um, there's one scene in Iri's models of calligraphy that shows two naked women putting lube on a strap-on. Hmm. Strap-ons are called harigata. 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 Um, and there's also examples of carved ivory or wooden harigata that slid onto on tops of penises, making penises seem bigger and harder. So um, if you don't like a condom, <laughs> try harigata. <laughs> Wink. Yeah. So that was a little review of our sex toy history. That was really fun. Yeah. Um, when I went to Pompeii with my dad when I was like in high school... There was a ton of um, rooms or like the brothels that they had. It was so Uh, much porn everywhere. And I mean, Stone Age, I feel like they were just putting rocks up in their vaginas. Yeah, like whatever works. (laughs) Um, Do you know how much the uh, sex toy industry is worth? Isn't it something like $30 billion? Almost, yeah. I mean, it could be right now. In 2017, it was worth. 23.7 23.7 billion oh, so shit. i feel like it's at 30 billion now yeah yeah i think that number 30 billion was the number for sex tech in general so that means a huge chunk uh, of that is sex toys which makes sense right so what else is is like the clue period app sex tech i don't know if that's sex tech but something like a porn website is definitely sex oh, right, tech it's not a sex toy okay um so I wanted to go over this study um, that was performed with um, uh, oh, Love Honey, which is the UK like mainstream porn, I mean sex toy brand, so Ooh. it's like pretty shitty, <laughs> to be honest. But they were promoting their new rabbit vibrator, um, and Nicole Prouse, who's again an IU alum, she made... Um, her own research company called Liberos or Liberos, I don't know. Um, and all she does is research on orgasms, so it's, oh, it's pretty dope. A I'm dream sh- job, I think she maybe has some other things on the side, <laughs> but that's <laughs> her focus. Um, so this was a really small study, there were only 28 participants. Um, but this is really great. Nicole said to me that she got total control over the experiment, where usually. Um, if you have like a sponsor like Love Honey, it would be like they want certain results, so they're mm. gonna you know maybe pay the researcher a lot of money so to like skew it. But so she had total control over everything, and she sent me like all of the um, all the results and pictures of brainwaves. So cool, let me get into it. thank you, Nicole. So she hypothesized that um, the rabbit sex toy would make it would would help women orgasm faster, mm. like, for, to reach climax faster. But it was faster actually, than what? Than uh, with your hands. Gotcha. But it was actually the opposite. Mm. So, to test this, um, they had the 28 participants masturbate with the sex toy twice, um, and then also with their hands. I'm not sure if the hands was twice, but with the sex toy it was, um, I don't know, just to make sure that it wasn't a fluke. So they hooked all the 28 participants up to test their brainwaves, orgasm contractions, and the sympathetic nervous system. That part I don't quite understand. <laughs> the sympathetic nervous system is like when you're kind of stressed and your heart beats faster okay. and you're aroused. Oh, okay. Cool. So with the rabbit, it took participants 23.3 minutes to orgasm. Oy. And by hand, it was 19.9 minutes. Nice. 
So the brainwave suggests that vibrators might reduce the effort used to reach orgasm. Um, but when women are using especially a new vibrator, they tend to explore more um, in using the vibrator in different ways and like trying out all the different settings. This is specifically like when they're using a new one. So because the rabbit was new, even though it's mm. like a common toy, they had never used it before. Um, and yeah, you would think that a vibrator would make it happen quicker. Yeah. But it's so fun that we're like edging. That's, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, that made sense to me. Cool. Cool. How about, oh, well, you don't really use vibrators. You use the bender, I know. Yeah. I like to use my finger for my clit and then a vibrator inside, but I, I'll like, yeah. you know what I off. really like? I really like the gem. Mm-hmm. It's the glass dildo. It doesn't vibrate, so you have to penetrate, but what's really cool is that uh, glass really holds on to temperature, so you can put it in like the fridge or put it in a glass of warm water beforehand, but I don't even do that because I'm lazy. I just start using it, but it holds on to the heat from my vagina, and it starts to Ooh. feel like a body part. Wait. Oh my god. Yeah, it's warm. Fucking dick. Yeah. Can you put it in the refrigerator or the freezer and tell me what that's like? Yeah, I mean, I don't think I would enjoy that. Also, you can <laughs> uh, clean it in the dishwasher. Oh, nice. Which I probably wouldn't do to my roommates. And you can use <laughs> any sort of lube on it, which is cool. Uh huh. So, so, yeah, right? So, this I recommend a glass dilled if that seems interesting to you. I would never, but yeah. Why? Because I'm all about the vibration. I don't know. I'm not. I, I don't penetrate myself ever. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, never say never. Yeah, no. Never say never. Okay. Question time. Question time. Jeremy. Ooh. I don't really like the name, but I said it and we're going with Jer-jer. it. Jer, Jer. <laughs> Jer, Jer says, what tips do you have for someone who wants to try anal play for the first time? I have tried numbing gels, special anal lube using beginner's toys all before my partner tries to penetrate me, but I always experience so much pain. I don't know what to try next. Why did I just say it doesn't sound like it's your first time, buddy? So, you know. Uh, Tips for someone who's trying, you know, for the first time. I've tried it a bunch of times. (laughs) It never worked. (laughs) Sorry, I don't mean to roast, but I had to roast a little bit. Wait, is it numbing gels? Is that like for anal sex or like a medicine thing? I thought it was to keep you, like, to have someone last longer. Oh, okay. But I guess it, I could understand that helping for anal, too. But right, also, yeah. To, to numb your pain. Your I guess I would say, first of all, why um, do you want to try anal so poor, badly if it doesn't work for you? Like, why? Mm-hmm. You know, some things just don't work for people. We have a friend whose name I won't mention, but they don't do anal because of hemorrhoids. Mm-hmm. And it hurts them. And it's like... Oh, that's okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, so that could be a possibility yeah. for you, Jeremy. And um, you could try poppers. You can get those oh, yeah. at uh, your local bodega or it's online. Pretty fine. So the poppers is used a lot by gay men. It's you sniff this thing and then it like relaxes you and loosens up your your butt. Um, also, your partner is supposed to kind of. I mean, I've never used a toy for my butthole, and I've had anal a few times. My partner just like fingered it and licked it and kind of opened it up and just took it really slow Mm -hmm. and it also helped me to play with my vagina at the same time Mm -hmm. um I wouldn't enjoy it if I wasn't also touching myself Mm. um but when I touched myself it was actually really fun because it was like I could feel it from the 
like when mm-hmm. I put my finger in my vagina, I could feel the dick, and it oh was my cool. God. <laughs> <laughs> that's so weird. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's a really good point, Miriam. Um, if it hurts so much, like why do you want to? Yeah. Uh, not everything works for everyone, but it seems like it seems like Jeremy had done it so many times that they that they were playing a lot before and like yeah. trying to open it up. But if you haven't, then do that. You know what else works? I'm If you don't want to go the poppers route, just drink some alcohol. I won't do anal without a few glasses of wine in me. I'll tell you that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I ref- like I don't ever, if I'm sober, I don't want to do it. But if I've had some wine, sometimes I'll ask for it even, you know, <laughs> if you're lucky. Anal, please. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, my butthole is ready. Um, I guess alcohol is kind of a... It kind of numbs you a little bit, and it makes you handle more pain. Yeah. Oh, there's... I bet this is picking up the car outside. Yeah, sorry, guys. Um, but I guess this is a good time to end. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Thank you for listening. Rate, subscribe, and review as always. Um, uh, follow us on Instagram at smhpod. And you can email us questions at the smhpod at gmail.com. Or business inquiries if you have any. Mm-hmm. DM um, us too if that's easier. Should we talk about our Patreon? Yeah. So I opened up a Patreon Ooh. for us. Um, I believe if you just look up Seven Minutes in Heaven, you'll yeah, find patreon. it. Patreon.com slash seven. I think it's no. patreon.com slash smhpod. Uh, Patreon is basically a website that lets you donate money to us. Um, and at a certain point we'll have special content for people who donate, but you know, podcasting costs money, uh, expenses that we didn't really plan for. You know, there's microphones, software to sound edit, a mixer. Um, we want to bring the best content to you guys. We want to make it sound good. So we're investing. And the more money we get, the better it will be. The better our quality will be. And we could even get guests that might want us to pay a fee or yeah. that we want to pay because we like what they do. Mm-hmm. So so give us your money. If you like us and you care about what we do and you have extra money lying around. Mm-hmm. Only if it's, if it's extra money. <laughs> yeah, don't starve yourself to help us. Yeah, I mean, you can do that too. <laughs> Unless it turns you on. <laughs> <laughs> okay, bye. Bye.